Well, hey everybody, welcome to our inaugural episode number one of Roldolf Cafe. Welcome everybody, I'm Howie. And I'm Jason. And we're bringing this to you from the very bowels of the Bentall Centre in the Bentall Centre Mall in Roldorf and Co. And we thought we'd do something silly and build out a podcast. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Are you going to wear those headphones the whole time? I, I think I will because okay. it makes yeah. me look cool. <laughs> you can hear yourself good? <laughs> I can. Good. It's fantastic. Nice. <laughs> so who are we? What, we are, what, are, what are we? We are Roldorf and Co. There you go. Watchmakers. Yeah. Extraordinary. Watch, watch enthusiasts. Coffee drinkers. Scotch drinkers. Mm-hmm. We're both. Are you six foot? No, I'm six foot. You're, you're shorter than six foot. Oh, I'm not short by you're any means. No. <laughs> okay, so. Anyways. Yeah, so why are we doing this? Okay, so what we thought we'd do is we do a podcast that was loosely based on like that TV series Inked where it's kind of like uh, what goes on in the background mm-hmm. and uh, where's, the, where's the insight to, uh, to things going on and into things going on around here because, uh, you know, we, uh, we get to talk to all kinds of different people and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So it's a, it's a light-hearted look into the world of independent watchmaking. Yes, I think, and I think that's the, the main thing that we'd like to share is that, that perspective. Because it's, it's interesting, getting into watchmaking, getting into watches, there's a really awesome community out there of people who, who have this really like, it doesn't make any sense, there's no reason why, except for the fact that watches are cool, and, and that's it. Yeah. And so, yeah. it doesn't make any sense, there's no logical explanation for, for loving watches, except for just that it's awesome. And it's all kinds of people. Yeah. Crazy people. Nice people. Mostly crazy people. Mostly crazy yeah. people. Yeah. <laughs> So one of the other things I think uh, we're going we're gonna to do with this is, uh, aside from it being a shameless self-promotion of uh, Roldorf and Co., yeah. um, we're going to offer some, some interesting content. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe even uh, some of the people uh, that come through that are really interesting people might want to be a part of this yeah. to, uh, to get in on the, uh, on the chat. But also we'll... We'll try to provide some really valuable content, I yeah. think. Yeah. Um, just looking at, you know, the things that we see from day to day, the questions that we're asked uh, from day to day. It's, it's going to be, it's going to be very interesting, I think. I think uh, so too. What can come up, and yeah. of course, we are very open to taking questions from the listening public mm-hmm. out there. Yes, definitely. Because. That's what we're here to do. Ask the watchmaker. Yeah, you can you can email us. You can come into the store and talk to us. Anything if you're interested in watches, or if you if you don't know anything about watches, um, it, it just yeah, just getting into it. It's a it's a deep well, and it's an awesome place to go. So okay, so one thing I think we need to talk about is how this is all rolling out to people. Okay. Right, how we're actually going to lay these podcasts out. The whole idea here is that we'd have um, a social media segment right up front. Mm-hmm. Right. And then uh, sort of some of the stuff that we've been posting uh, over the over the last uh, fortnight, yeah, or so. That's I know fortnight for for Canadians is actually two weeks, you know. Just in case you didn't know the fortnight. Is that like a baker's dozen? He kind of, yeah, maybe maybe so it's just 13, a British term. I don't, I don't know. Two weeks. 
So I don't know where that came from. I haven't said Fortnite in ages. But anyway, it came up. I, I, I don't even know what that means. I'm, I'm too young to know what that yeah. means. I don't know. So, um, so yeah, so like Toxic Tuesdays, some of the stuff that we post on Instagram that that we find uh, we find interesting. Mm-hmm. We'll get into a little bit in just, just a minute. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, you know, we'll, we'll sort of merge into like a what's going on section, what, what we see across the bench, right. uh, some interesting things maybe mm-hmm. that you've been working on, that I've been working right. on yeah. behind the scenes and stuff like that. And also people that, uh, that come into the store that are part of the, the community that we know, you know, uh, showcasing them and talking about them and their interest in watches. And, you know, I, I think it's interesting that we're that to, to tie in the Instagram with with something like this where we can talk about it, which I, you know, I think that's going to be really interesting. You know, we post a picture of a watch, uh, and then you know, oftentimes people just post pictures of watches and that's it. But but this is a, a you know, we'll, we're yeah. going to talk about that. We're going to talk about you know why why we, why did we focus on these watches this week and, and what's what's cool and what's you know. Yeah. So I guess in some ways, Instagram is our camera, right? In you know, so uh, through through live feeds that we may do through uh, stories stuff like that and then now or you know the, the black and white posts that I, right. I am putting up right now mm-hmm. you know just of watches and things interesting or whatever mm-hmm. uh, so there's there's that so what also we're going to try and do is try and keep this short right i guess and who knows we, we we do both like to talk i mean we should maybe set timers who knows i mean yeah that's what editing's for we can just cut and paste yeah but we do have a, an official timekeeper in the background, so we know every time 30 seconds has passed because we'll hear a clunk. Right. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, so we'll try and keep it 20, 30 minutes, 40 yeah, minutes, yeah. Something, something like that, but maybe shorter the better, right. longer in days where we've got more to say. Right. Cool. And, uh, yeah. And then, so I guess we'll have today, or I mean, every episode, try to have some kind of theme. So I know this week especially is important to you. Yeah, it's, so, time, it's time to talk British. Talk British. Yeah. Does that mean we talk in a British accent? <laughs> well, you, that's very bad, Howie. <laughs> Is that a bad one? That, that's not good at all, no. I was trying, but, to, I was trying to learn an Irish accent. No, you, you, you've done better ones before. Yeah. 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 But uh, no, because this week's a special week, right? Yeah. Yeah. It, we've, we've got a, a royal wedding at, uh, at the end of the week, and, mm-hmm. um, and that's all very exciting for, for people... Uh, like me, like-minded yeah. people that, that like the Royals and are interested in that. See, um, I like the Royals too. You know, I like the Royals. You had no idea I was a monarchist. And, well, I knew, I knew I, yeah, I don't know. Does, do you have to be a monarchist if you're from England? Is it a thing? Oh, no. No, no, you don't have to be. There is a big divide there. Right. But, but there's a lot of people that are. But there's going to be a lot of people that just want to see a big fancy wedding, right? I guess that's it. You know, and that, that that's... That's romantic? That's... He, that's uh, Storybook, fairy tale kind of stuff. Yeah, and yeah. it's just basically kept England together over all these years. Yeah, yeah. you know, and that that that's a neat thing, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, so yeah, so I will be paying homage to the uh, to the royal family by waking up at four o'clock in the morning, my time, our time, uh, <laughs> west coast of uh, of Canada. It's like the Olympics. Did you get up that early for the Olympics? No, no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's crazy. On a Saturday, you're going to get up at 4 o'clock. Right? I am. With a cup of tea. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. And a slice of orange? Um, no, it's too early for that. Porridge. <laughs> I'm going to have 
the Canadian version of Ready Breck. Okay. So for you British listeners out there that uh, are aging like me, you'll get the whole Ready Breck thing. Mm. Yeah, that's, yeah. What, that's what I'm going for. Excellent. So, uh, yeah. So let's, let, let's, get, let's get into let's it get without to it, any sure. further delay. Right. So what's going on in the world of, yeah, besides the wedding, um, yeah, what else is going on in, in Vancouver, in the world that's British? And what's related well, to? Well, okay. Well, for, for something very British this weekend, there certainly is the uh, British Field Meet. Mm -hmm. um, that's going on on Saturday. And there'll be a, a, a drive afterwards up to, on Sunday up to uh, Whistler and right. back. So that's going to be very fun. I think I'm going to uh, partake of that. Maybe, maybe uh, put the Land Rover in there as uh, mm -hmm. the Defender in there as a, uh, as, as a car people can come and very nice. see. Yeah. Maybe have the tent open and all of that. You should, so, you should drive the Defender to, to work more often. Yeah, I wish I could, but it's so tall. I can't get it into a parking lot. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's well over nine feet yeah. with the tent on it. So. That's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, so that, that's that. But um, yeah, I think there, there is a bit of a fervor around here around the Royal Wedding and, and you know, it's kind of tying in with, um, with the British Field Meet. And of course, this weekend is, uh, is a long weekend, a bank holiday mm -hmm. uh, on Monday because it's Victoria Day after Queen Victoria. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So, uh, so yeah, so everyone here is going to be getting a day off and yeah. uh, can, can go mountain climb, sail, <laughs> paddleboard, nice. whatever their thing is, yeah, right? Yeah. And uh, you can thank the Brits for that mm. and Queen Victoria. So we tip our hats to Queenie. Fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. To Queenie. Yes. Cool. There you go. So do you want to, yeah, do you want to move on and talk about uh, the socials? Uh, what, what are we posting this week? what have we posted yeah so um, I think right away to kick off British week I had to uh, I had to put a post out there uh, uh, something Vermontish right and so uh, my beloved uh, Martin Baker 3 that mm -hmm. was uh, that was put out uh, put out there I think uh, earlier on but then also um, I put out the uh, Alt one uh, C the Zulu, the Zulu actually that's a cool and the P fifty one yeah yeah I did, that is a that very is a very watch. cool watch there's so much going on, on in that watch like the rotating the rotating bezel and the GMT and I love chronographs and it just looks really gnarly that watch yeah yeah it's uh, the tones very very creamy brown I tones it's, I think it's very more I think it's it's the, one of the most unique of the Braemont collection that really stands out, you yeah. know, um, which is awesome. Like, I love it. That's, I think, one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah, yeah mine too. Yeah, so I, t I took it out on a little bit of a walk around today, around around the area here, oh, yeah. uh, yesterday, actually, right. um, just to, to get some shots on it, and I found one. Um, I failed miserably, though, because most of them seem to have the uh, minute hand covering Braemont <laughs> yeah. on the tile. I wasn't paying attention. I, <laughs> but hey, who who does when you're just trying to uh, take pictures and people are looking at you going, why is he taking a picture of his wrist? <laughs> Honestly, uh, that's an interesting question to pose to people. It's like how, how when you're doing the wrist shots, how how are you uh, how are how are you out there like 
I can't do that. I, you know, I got to be alone if I'm taking a picture of my watch. It's kind of weird. It's like if I was if I didn't know anything about watches and I'm looking at someone taking a picture of the time. I see. You know, maybe it's a moment. Maybe because I would think that they're taking a picture of what time it is. But they're, but they're taking a picture of the, of the watch. Of the... You realize what you just said, though, right? Mm. You, ju you just said that you're a, you're a closet wrist shooter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know. I came out a bit strange, but... Oh, well, maybe just to me, because... Well, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm not a... Also, I'm not an exhibitionist uh, wrist shooter, either. Yeah. Yeah, where I'm, I'm, I'm in the middle of... Uh, you know, standing outside <laughs> on the street, taking a picture. Next to a fountain, people are looking at the fountain, yeah. and all of a sudden, they're like, what's this guy doing? That's strange. Anyway, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so we did uh, posted a little bit of that, right? And um, I put a call out uh, for something more British, and uh, one of the local members of uh, of uh, Red Bar mm. here actually brought in um, a couple of Smiths pieces. Oh yes, very and, cool. And most notably, the uh, W10 that he had. So we posted that up there as well. Um, I love that watch. I I think that uh, that's a that's a really really great watch. It's it's too late to be. It's not one of the dirty dozen. No, because yeah, because it's so late. But uh, these are basically uh, British military sixties uh, on, you know, yeah. uh, late fifties I think, and uh, it's in perfect. It was in brilliant condition. It really was. Yeah. You know, not bad for a you know watch that wasn't all that expensive and, at the time. And that they don't exist anymore. Smiths, is that right? No, no. they don't. No, they uh, that was the last bastion of British watchmaking up until mm. more recently. Um, uh, we 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 used to have a, a really good industry. Um, yeah. Uh, prior to that, but yeah, now they're a medical imaging company. So mm. yeah. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. I got a little piece of Smiths here too, because um, the jeweling set that, that we use here, that actually came out of the uh, Smiths factory oh, yeah. after they'd uh, closed down. Because a good uh, friend of my father's uh, actually used to work for Smiths, was a director there, okay. and uh, also a watchmaker. Yeah, a fellow member of the British Horological Institute. Okay, and uh, yeah, so. We, when he heard when I was going through watchmaking school, he... He hooked uh, you up with that site he, Yeah, exactly, yeah. So that's the history behind that. So if you are ever in the store and you want to see this piece of history, you can always ask us, we'll pull it out. There's lots of history in this store, definitely. We got uh, this gnarly uh, clock that's clunking every 30 seconds that uh, was uh, in, in the railway uh, used in the station. Yeah, so it's a synchronome. A synchronome master clock. Uh, this is one of the black ebonized ones, uh, which differentiated itself from all the others because uh, um, only the black ones went into power stations and that type of thing. Cool. Um, but yeah, they they were used to drive clocks around, you know, um, government buildings, schools, underground stations, right. all of that. It's nice because it's just one centralized place where you can set time and advance a whole bunch of dials that are right. around a building. Classic. Um, but uh, interesting question, Jason. It's, it doesn't seem to be on the right time. Uh, oh, don't but... stop that. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I've been bugged about that because I think it's kind of cool. Yeah. So uh, if you haven't been into the store, yes, the uh, the actual uh, pilot dial on the uh, on the master clock is showing Toronto time. So as you're as you're standing in the store right at the front and you're looking at it, everyone turns around and goes, "Oh, this is really funny being in a watch shop and your clock's not on time." 
No, no, but we do have one in here that is on time, uh, the, the slave dial, so yeah. that's the one we use to set our watches by. The slave dial? Yes, that slave dial. That's... Yeah. And eventually we'll have one outside the shop because I've got a much larger, right. a much larger dial that we'll put out there. Ooh, that'll be really nice. Yeah, just got to replace the glass on it and uh, feed the uh, cables to it. Yeah, cool, yeah. cool. Uh, so what else on the socials? Uh, yeah, I think well, that I think that was just about it for this week. Okay. Um, I we didn't put we didn't do um, a toxic Tuesday, right? Um, but we will next week. Right. For sure, because I think we've got uh... <laughs> so Toxic Tuesday. I just want to like let's 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 explain what that is. Toxic Tuesday. So, well, basically, we we do a lot of in different kinds of work, and we get a lot of different kinds of watches, and we see a lot of nasty things sometimes. So when we when we open up the watch and it comes alive like a like a, a jar of uh, styrofoam peanuts, you know then we want to take a picture of it because mostly to shame the person who brings it in the story. No, but it's, it's interesting. People, they put these things on their wrists and, and they love them, but they don't take care of them sometimes. And it's, uh, yeah, sometimes they're alive in the biological sense. Yeah. And they stink. Yeah, they can. Yeah. That you see, that's why you've got, you've got the, uh, the dangly, uh, <laughs> air freshener oh, yeah. from the, uh, from the lamp, from right. the bench. Yeah. yeah. That's the, that's the main reason. Yeah, because be wearing a nose cap. No, because that that's the thing. Because uh, straps and bracelets, especially throughout the summer, leather straps um, yeah. can will absorb sweat and really start to yeah. reek. Yeah, yeah. We had we had a really good uh, customer of ours in here one day, and he told us a very funny story about. You know, he he went into uh, his office one one morning uh, after a weekend and. Man, he said it smelled like it smelled like some kind of nasty shoe, right? And uh, he couldn't figure it out. He tore his office apart. He he didn't know whether it was a a, a dead rodent or or something like that. And uh, and it was frustrating him for for about a week. Yeah. And uh, then he realized what exactly it was. It was his strap. It was his strap that was smelling so bad. The smell was all around him mm -hmm. all the time. Mm -hmm. So, uh, so yeah, it's a, it's a good cue right there to have a few different straps that you can switch out yeah. uh, uh, during the summer or whatever, put that bracelet on yeah. or the NATO on. And, uh, and so you don't, you, yeah, you don't have to do that. Yeah. And right after the summer, bring your watch in and uh, let us clean the bracelet for you. Yeah. Or uh, you know, maybe we'll put a video up on how to clean your bracelet and what product will, uh, is actually good to, uh, to do that yeah. with. Because the Cape Cod stuff is really good for that. Yeah. Is, uh, for taking out scuffs and. Yeah, and there's the bracelet cleaner, the, yeah. the spray on bracelet cleaner that will do yeah. that too. But yeah, that's the thing. We see a lot of nasty things and we do highlight it sometimes because I don't think people really actually believe us when, when we, when we nope. say that we see nasty nope. stuff. Like nasty. Yeah. <laughs> and we, 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 we really have. And I've, I've started to notice around Instagram more and more people posting. Watchmakers posting some of the some of the nastiness, right? Right, but uh, well, I, often I see about specific like uh, service work when people open up to do service and they see that a watch hasn't been, you know, not just the the, the bracelet and the case and that kind of stuff, but the inside of the watch, yeah. how it like, you know, the the dried up oils and like sometimes you get um, 
remnants of past watchmakers who have put their touch in there and over lubricated or, or, or just dirt and debris and like worn parts that are left. Didn't he, uh, DNA and yeah. hairs? Fingerprints. Fingerprints, that, that, oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's, yeah. that's a, that's a number one thing, seeing fingerprints. Yeah. That's, that's always good. I've always been tempted to try and lift one. Right. Well, maybe like, maybe, uh, the software will be available and get an app, like a fingerprint. Yeah. Where you, yeah. Can, you can go into the database of all the fingerprints <laughs> and see who did that. Or maybe watchmakers should like, you know. We should start up a watchmakers database of, of fingerprints. Uh, of fingerprints right. And then that way we can, we can finger the person that's uh, been doing yeah, yeah. that. We, oh, we should go around all the, all the watchmakers <laughs> in Canada, you know, give them coffee and you know, yeah. lift their fingerprints off the coffee cups, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Hey, how you doing? I have a coffee. Yeah. Oh, I'll take that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so I think yeah, that's that's kind of the the media stuff. So yeah, we'll um, we'll be uh, posting a Toxic Tuesday this weekend, yeah. um, or sorry, th this Tuesday. So watch out for the uh, the telltale uh, sign when you uh, bump into the siren when you bump into uh, our uh, our story on Tuesday. And uh, give it some love or some disgust. Yeah, yeah. Give it some yeah. disgust. That's that. That's what we're looking for there. Excellent. So, uh, Howie, what's what, what's going on in the uh, watch repair world? What what's been interesting there? Yeah, there's some there's been some great stuff coming through in the last few months for sure. Um, one of my favorite calibers is the Caliber 11 automatic chronograph, and that's I know you love automatic chronographs, <laughs> uh, but. It, I just, it's one of those calibers that when I first saw it, when I was in watchmaking school, and it just is the most insane looking piece of gears and switches and, and levers and springs and wheels. It, to me, that almost defines when you open up a watch and it just kind of like is mystery, you know? Yeah. And I, the first time I saw a mechanical watch, it was that same feeling, just mystery. and Like, what is going on, you know? So... To have the opportunities, and I've worked on one before, but I just love how strange and alien it is. This this, this caliber, like you know, if you look at it, it's that's because it has automatic work. Well, it. I mean, everybody loves the micro the micro rotor. Yeah, right? you know, it's like so you got that in there, and then you have this bridge with all this chronograph stuff, you know, and you know, being one of the first automatic chronographs and there's that whole race to be the first automatic chronograph in 1969 with Seiko and Zenith and you know and then they put together this watch I mean if you look back I think there was a lot of issues obviously where it was like not fully realized but there was this race I think to put this yeah. watch out yeah, yeah. so they just kind of used a, a base caliber the 1280 the Burnham 1280 and then built stuff on top of that but uh yeah, so I'm working on this one. It's a Hoyer calculator watch. And well, the issue was, was that the hands weren't, weren't advancing. So the watch was ticking fine. The seconds hand, the chronograph, everything was working, but the minute and the hour weren't advancing. So right away, to me, that says can and pinion problem. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So we did some investigating. Uh, we sussed out that that was probably it, yep. uh, and then we went forward in fixing it. So um, we managed to fix it, which is awesome, which is especially awesome because finding parts for this is yeah. really Yeah, and that brings up a whole other thing, right? Yeah. Um, as we get uh, 
watches coming through, that is one of our daily challenges. Totally. Um, you know, in the in the world of independent watchmaking, is trying to find the parts. So a good portion yeah. of uh, of our day is uh, isn't actually sort of doing repairs, actually sitting there on the bench. It's, yeah, it's calling. actually uh, calling and going around to different parts houses to see uh, what they've got and, yeah. and being able to locate that stuff. But um, I know a lot, uh, you know, I don't know if a, a lot of people are put off by that, uh, watchmakers are put off by that, but yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, it's, it, is, it is one of those things that uh, we've got to, you know, adds time to any, any service job anyway. Right. Yeah. But it, uh, but in the end, I mean, the satisfaction of, and the effort that goes into every one of those pieces, especially a piece like that, um, where if it is your favorite, one of your favorite calibers to work on, mm -hmm. you know, it's worth it. You, you lose track of, you know, the frustration it is to find parts sometimes and, and stuff like that. It's a big challenge. And I think also for, the average person to be able to come in and view that mm -hmm. when it's apart live on the bench, not through video or you know YouTube or whatever, but to actually see it because you don't really get the scale of these things until you actually see it live yeah. because you know magnification in YouTube and everything else you you don't get it, Excuse it and yeah. yeah it really does skew it. So um, I you really get, would you get afraid to breathe. In front of that, <laughs> yeah, sure. You know, I, the first times I was exposed to that, it's like, you know, because you, know, you know that yeah. you, could, you could sneeze away a bunch of stuff, you know. <laughs> I guess you could, oh, yeah. You could. Not that I've done that or anything, but <laughs> no, yeah, so yeah, it's all very, very micro, micro, yeah. So that's the thing to, you know, again, about, about this space, Roldorf and Co is you know when is inviting people to come and see what is happening here uh behind the bench because it's it's fully uh right in the middle of the store you know you can see these these things happening to all kinds of watches you know right behind the bench so you know that's an invitation open invitation to everybody to come come see you know come say hi i think so yeah yeah i i agree so anything else that you thought was uh, was interesting um this week this week no, it was a good. It was a good week. Steady, you know. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so I think we. It's time we should. We should give some value. We should. Uh, we should put some tips and tricks out there. Okay. We do see a lot of um, quartz watches come through here because we we do change batteries. We don't. Uh, turn our nose up to uh, to those types of things because we are an inclusive company yes um so uh most people you know most people have you know regular watches um other people have watches that have end of life displays eols mm -hmm. um so um with an eol display it is going to uh act your second sand is going to act a little bit differently yeah. so when the battery becomes starts to become low it warns you that it is low yeah and it will skip a number of seconds it'll be to, like, and then and then and, wait or wait yeah and, and then and then it will yeah yeah most people don't understand what what that is because they were never really told that the movement actually has that uh, or their watch has that as a feature as a warning feature it's them. it's a very cool 
really smart actually uh, designed to have that where where the circuit in the watch is actually reading how much voltage is left in the battery and, and it gets to a point where it notices how much is left and it gives that indication which is which is really cool most watches just stop working yeah you know when it doesn't have enough charge in the, in the battery but this is a pretty cool idea yeah absolutely so uh, so folks when you see that get your battery changed get your battery changed that's uh, it's as simple as that right it's not macabre or sinister or anything else your watch is not uh, messed up it's actually doing exactly what it should be doing. Good tip. Good yeah, tip. I think so. That's yeah. a good. That's, that's a good, good one, one to uh, to round uh, to round that off with. Nice. And um, yeah, one other thing we should probably talk about is uh, something else that's new that that we're doing uh, in uh, concert in collaboration with uh, Halios watches. Mm -hmm. So we have. A, an edition watch, a Waldorf edition. What? That's amazing. <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> yeah, for some of you may know uh, Halios, Halios watches. Uh, the, mm -hmm. uh, Jason Lim, um, the man uh, extraordinaire at uh, Visionary. At Visionary, yeah, for sure. Uh, making some very, very interesting pieces. And his latest. Um, his latest watch is the Seaforth, and uh, you know we were we were all talking one night and uh, on a on Friday having having a uh, some scotch after after work and uh, the whole thought of having something different came up right. something that uh, um, collaboration would, collaboration yeah yeah because we we're a mutual appreciation society I think. Mm -hmm. in many ways and so that's where this watch was uh, was born yeah. it's uh, gonna be uh, uh, it's a, a, a limited run um, watch mm -hmm. uh, but what's interesting about it is that uh, we'll be upgrading the movement that's in it uh, 2892A2 elaboré um, movement mm -hmm. uh, for those of you that uh, know that that particular movement does come in uh, uh, various uh, spicy sauces. Mm -hmm. um, so we have the Elaborate in there. Yeah. And we are going to be assembling it here ourselves. It's a no-date version. So we are doing uh, a modification to that, to that movement so that, um, you, so that the date mechanism isn't uh, clicking in. Yes, very cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so that that's good. That's going to be one thing, and we're going to be doing all the assembly and uh, testing of it right here at Roldorf and Co. Yes. And it's going to be fun. It's going to be really fun. It's going to be, you know, uh, so far I've been loving this process, the collaborative process, and as far even like with design and and uh, uh, expressive expressing what Waldorf and Co is and Jason moving moving into something different as well and it's it's been really exciting so and I you know and I love how it's been snowballing the ideas about about equality as well like like deciding to put this movement in in the Seaforth is you know I, I love that we're just like screw it let's 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 get the best movement we can yeah for this watch yeah you know? um, 
especially like right now where there's a lot of talk about about different calibers and qualities and movements and stuff yeah. And, yeah. and you know I think that is a really interesting point about this watch being one of the best movements out there yeah you know for and honestly it's an amazing price yeah yeah I was gonna say that 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 is another thing it is more expensive than um, than his uh, his regular pieces that, that he puts out Mm -hmm. But uh, this is a better movement that we've got in there. We are doing the assembly here in Vancouver too, which is uh, sort of uh, another another thing. So it's uh, it's all the little extras in inside that mm -hmm. uh, that that are going to be worth it. And also, you know, it's it is a limited uh, a limited edition. So uh, Jason and I are really stoked. I know you're really stoked about it. Well, I want to make sure that Next. I get my version too. Have you guys put aside, you know? <laughs> yeah, so you've been whining about that a lot recently. Well, you know, you got to get it before someone else gets it, you know? Anyways. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Okay, everyone. Thank you very, very much for listening to yes. this uh, inaugural show. If you got all the way through, fantastic. You know, tell us what you think. Um, yeah, and there'll be more more interesting comments in the next. Uh, I guess every other week we're gonna try, try and put this out, but we'll see how it goes. Yeah, yeah. And uh, music. We should we should end up with uh, with some music. Right. And the song is uh, "Mirror in the Bathroom," the English beat to go with our British theme. So uh, thanks again, everybody, for joining us. Thank you very much, and uh, until next time. This is Roldorf Cafe. Thank you.